0: And welcome back to another episode of Have a Seat, Conversations with Women in the Workplace Podcast. I am your host, Deborah. We're gonna get into it a little bit today, friends. We're going to talk about performance improvement planning and how it is conducted from both sides of the desk. (laughs) Please join me in welcoming Dr. Sandra Wright. Many of you may know her from LinkedIn. I know I was introduced to her through LinkedIn. I follow her. She is very insightful, and a lot of her posts really seem to hit home and speak to both the leader and employee. Let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Wright. Dr. Wright has always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, She always had those like side jobs, she called them, while working within corporate America. However, as fate would have it, she was pushed from under that corporate umbrella, under that protective corporate umbrella in what was called downsizing. I think we all are very familiar with that unfortunate term, right? Well, Dr. Wright decided right then and there to reinvent herself and moved forward into becoming an intentional entrepreneur. She began Moni Wright & Associates, a training solutions coaching services firm. Um, They offer one-stop shopping to improve performance in the workplace, develop employees professionally, as well as empower you to be an authentic, you. I was so intrigued by that last part of the sentence that I couldn't wait to ask her that question in the span of our conversation. So we get into what it means to be an authentic you later in the conversation. So be sure to stick around for that as well. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Dr. Sandra Wright. Well, wonderful. Dr. Sandra Wright, thank you so much for joining me today on the Have a Seat podcast. Um, I promise not to take up too much of your time. And I know this has been a long time coming. I think you and I spoke uh, late last year about possibly getting together this year for a show recording. So I'm so glad that this happened. Thank you so much for sitting down with me this evening.
1: You're welcome. You're very welcome.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Well, you are an expert in many things. Your company and your organization does a lot of good work and in coaching and leadership coaching for many different organizations. But what I found fascinating, um, first of all, I love your title as a Chief Empowerment Officer. I love that. That is wonderful. Uh, So if you before we begin, can you tell us where you came up with that or what that means to be a chief empowerment officer?
1: Uh, Because I empower others. I empower uh, if I have staff, I don't have staff anymore. But I would I would more uh, be more likely to empower them instead of being an executive officer. Executive to me means somebody that's not really close to uh, their staff or the people that they're coaching so I would prefer to have empowerment
0: I love that I love I've never heard of that before so that's why I kind of wanted to take advantage of you in the hot seat and ask you about that that was that was that really turned my head I thought I like that you're right it does have a more open feel to it for someone in leadership so very nice I like that CEO a new definition of CEO there you go. Um, so today I'd love to just pick your brain for a few minutes about, um, performance improvement coaching, which is something that your firm, uh, specializes in, uh, that is just really, um, intriguing to me. And I wonder if you can just tell us a little bit about what it is to be a, prom- a performance improvement coach.
1: Well, you start with, uh, when it, when you think about a performance improvement, you think about being a better employee a better person uh, uh, a better company all around uh and i coach uh different individuals within a company whether it's they're an executive leadership or they're just uh, an employee and so um a lot of times uh many uh many employees want to put an employee on a performance improvement plan and sometimes people gush at that and they they get nervous but Employment improvement, uh, employee improvement, performance improvement plan is basically just setting goals and steering a person in the right direction so they can feel empowered and be a better person and a better, better employee.
0: I love that. Absolutely. I, I know for myself as an individual contributor, I like when I feel empowered to go about my business, so to speak, and, and, are, and I feel better about my contribution and that I'm really making a difference. And I also have a better direction on what my you know, boss needs for me and what needs to get done. Love that.
1: Because some people are just fumbling in the wind.
0: Now, fumbling in the wind, would you say that is like a shared effort? Is it also a, the part of the employee to try to get clarity as much as it is our leader?
1: Well, first of all, the leader should really listen to see what kind of goals their employee has. A listening is a skill or a, a must-have skill every leader should have. Mm. If they don't, they cannot steer their... um employees in the right direction if they're not listening to them they're starting with their own agenda and it should be in order to be coached properly you have to come together with an agenda a shared agenda what are your goals what do you hope to see uh in yourself within a certain amount of time where do you hope to be um where where would you like to get better at and then kind of take a look at that employee's um I guess previous, I guess, um, performance improvement, um, uh, uh the, what, what, what am I trying to say? Some of their past, uh, appraisals. And if they're low, then you take a look at what, where they're low at and ask them about that. And why, why were they there? What made you get there? Did you not have the skills to be there? Or do you need uh, more skills? Do you need more education? Do do you need more professional development? Don't throw so hard at an employee that the employee starts getting scared and backing up. Because you have not gained anything. Mm -hmm. And you're pushing them away. And they're probably going to get worse and clam up and not really tell you anything. And so the uh, interview or the questioning will be for naught.
0: Right. Exactly. So is it some is, is before we go into before we enter into that conversation with our with our leader or with our executive, our boss, our manager, um, should we what should we do as an employee to help prepare ourselves for that conversation?
1: Well, kind of write down a checklist, write down the goals that you hope to accomplish. Look at some of the things that you have. Um, you need some skills in some you need to i get some a better grasp of that particular skill. Like, say, for instance, if you have problems, um, if you are a secretary and you have problems composing a letter for your boss, that may be a skill that uh, that may be a skill that you want to enhance. And that may be part of your goal. And make sure it's a smart goal. Whatever your goal is, make sure it's a smart goal
0: okay yes i've heard of that acronym before and i've done the smart goals myself they're a little intimidating but can you tell us a little bit about them and why they're important
1: well you want to be them to be specific first what's your specific goal because if you cannot be specific Mm -hmm. with your goal you cannot finish the smart smart goals assessment if you don't really know what your goal is Mm -hmm. so you may have to step back and see what is what is it that I really want to do? What is it that I really want to accomplish? You see what I'm saying? Is it measurable? Further mm-hmm. down the road, mm-hmm. can I write a better letter? That's that's measurable. Okay. Uh, is it attainable? Is it reliable and it's timely? So all of those should be packed into one. But the number one part of that smart goals should be specific that s
0: and then from a leader perspective what is their role in this conversation or what what is their challenge in this conversation
1: well one of the things they can do if the employee is struggling they can look at their past appraisals and go from there and then during the interview make sure you listen and you listen you're listening intentionally to the employee, what they're saying, because sometimes you have to read between the line. And as, as a coach, you do have to read between the line and ask additional questions. Um, I think sometimes leaders should get some coaching skills as well so they can help their employees be better employees. Um, so when they're listening and they're listening intentionally and reading between the lines, they could write those things out and come back to that employee and ask them, is this what I think you said? If not, could you repeat that for me so I can make sure that we're on the same page?
0: I like the the act of leaving the conversation open and asking that, are we on the same page? I don't know if that happens very often, I, at least, you know, uh, from my perspective, you know, many times I hear stories that people come back like, man, I was just so far off. I didn't know how blank, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. Um. And then it and then more often than not, I don't hear any follow up like, well then what happened? Like did you ask them about that or did you try to get clarity? And many times employees just sort of take it on the chin and and then leave it alone.
1: Sometimes you've got to realize that um leaders are not the best coaches. And sometimes leaders are put there mm. by however whomever got there. And they also need some skills and some goals as well. So they, before, a lot of times leaders just jump out there and just drive their employees away. Uh, but as a good leader, you may wanna step back and look at what you're doing yourself as a leader, what skills you need to enhance or to upgrade on before you go after your employee. And a lot of times we don't do that as leaders.
0: That's right. Do you, do you believe In that, in, I recently got into a conversation with somebody that said, you know, it's great when you're promoted to a management position, to a more lead position, but it seems like sometimes that's where the training stops. Um, Some people are promoted into these positions and not given their own coaching and their own training or their own mentor opportunities. Do you find that to be true?
1: Oh, absolutely. I teach a class called Emerging Leaders. Mm -hmm. And so those are some of the things that I do the training on. I have a uh, a full week course on emerging leaders and I teach anything from how to deal with conflict, becoming self-aware, uh, you name it, the, the gamut runs, communication skills, uh, leading change. Some of those are things that I had in my Emerging Leaders workshop.
0: That is so great. And, I, you know, honestly, I haven't really seen those three words together until I was learning more about you and the work you do, performance improvement coaching. Um, and I can absolutely see where leaders, new leaders especially, need to be trained on even how to do, how to be a leader or a manager. Oh, lead in that way, And then also how to even conduct it. Absolutely. And a performance improvement plan, right? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because there are mm-hmm. a lot of leaders that really don't know about empl- em- uh, performance improvement themselves. They have to go back and look it up or, or either have to be trained in it or retrained in it.
0: So important! It's so important, especially in this new workspace. I think, right? Do you find um, there's a lot of things that are I know have, got, have gotten flipped on their head, um, but it seems like a lot of things are being sh- you know shoved at people pretty fast these days with downsizing and reorganizations, and now you're wearing three hats instead of two. Um, so this type of coaching and getting to understand how to navigate those workplace waters, I'm sure you've seen.
1: And don't forget virtual employees too.
0: <laughs> yes hmm. Is that a whole nother show? Is that just a whole nother beast right there to manage virtually? Yeah,
1: it might be. It might mm-hmm. be. It might be because mm-hmm. there are uh, I have several friends. Uh, their entire offices have are now virtual. Mm-hmm. They work. Everybody works from home. I guess the company is saving money by not having to pay rent or rent for space Um, since the pandemic and they find it easier to work at home, but you still have to, you still have a supervisor or a leader.
0: That's right. So I bet then in those situations in a remote environment, performance improvement conversations might look differently and wear a different coat.
1: I would think so. I would think so. I've not really dealt with anyone in that realm just yet, but I am listening to different conversations. Um, Seemingly, from what I've from what I've heard and seen, is that a lot of times um, these employees or these friends of mine that are working virtually seem to be happier. I don't know why, but they seem to be happier working from home. So maybe, like you said, maybe maybe I should do a survey or some kind of research on why they feel happier working at home as opposed to going into office. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. That is fascinating.
1: And is the work really getting done? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And is it getting done better and more? Is it more productive working from home? So it's something to think about, though.
0: Well, one one more qu- uh, question, uh, Doctor Wright. I know in your um in uh, on your website you mention you also you know you coach and you develop employees professionally, as well as empower you to be an authentic you. Can you expand on that statement? What does that mean to be on an authentic you?
1: Be the real you. Uh, and, uh, let me let me give an example of being the real you. I just saw a video on on TikTok or TikTok or Instagram. I can't remember which one. But uh, have you ever heard? Of, you've heard of T D Jakes, right? Okay, with well, his daughter now is has kind of taken over. Woman that I lose. Uh, what's her name? Um, Oh gosh, I can't remember the name. It just came, just my, it was on the tip of my tongue. But I saw a video, and she said, "I have to be authentic." She was preaching, and all of a sudden, she said, "She felt her wig coming off," and so she just pulled a wig off. She said, "I got," she said, "I would prefer for you to listen to what I have to say instead of looking at my hair." And she said, as she did that, everybody in all the audience started pulling off their wigs and becoming authentic i was like wow that is authentic (laughs) you that is the authentic you that's the real you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because i think being in the workplace being the real you i think you'd be a better person better person instead of hiding out and trying to be somebody else especially for women Mm
0: -hmm. right
1: because a lot of times women are trying to be like a man and we're not men and men are not women and men never try to be women. They are more authentic. They're 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 used to be more authentic than, than women are. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so we've got to wear our Mm -hmm. own hat, our own wig or whatever you want to wear it. (laughs) <laughs> I like wearing a fedora. So I, I like being authentically a, a fedora <laughs> woman wearing woman.
0: <laughs> I love it. Yes, wear that hat. Absolutely.
1: And you know, you know what hat, hat, you know what hat means, right? Having it all together.
0: Oh, I'm actually writing that down. <laughs> uh, we should also, though, empower other women too, though, to be their authentic selves. If, if we are witness to, to that, we should celebrate that and not try to be haters and bring them down.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Well, Dr. Wright, I mean, honestly, I could keep you on the line for another hour. I mean, this is just so, this is good stuff, good com- good information, um, but I won't. I want to be respectful of your time, um, and I thank you for sh- sort of shining a light more for us on performance improvement coaching and things we can do uh, on either side of the desk. Um, well, before I let you hop off the mic and get back to your lovely evening, um, I just have a silly bonus question to ask you, Dr. Right, if you're up for it,
1: I guess I am. But go ahead,
0: <laughs> okay. It's super easy, I promise. I promise. <laughs> um, if you were not doing what you are doing now, which is being an amazing coach to, to all of us out there in the workplace, what job would you be terrible at? It will, is there something you could just honestly say, No, 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 that's not for me. I would never, I couldn't do that. <laughs>
1: A job that I think I could never do, let's see. Um, probably being a nurse, <laughs> doctor. I never would want to be a nurse or a doctor. Never, ever, ever. It's just too much. You no, know, And I don't particularly like the sight of blood <laughs> or the sight of anything dealing with a hospital, etc. So yeah, it would probably be a nurse or a doctor.
0: Oh well, that makes perfect sense. Yep, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> oh well, thank you again, Doctor Wright. This has really been a joy. I thank you for finally uh, um, um, getting to getting on the show here with me, and I look forward to continuing the conversation someday.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And that wraps up my incredibly inspiring conversation with Dr. Sandra Wright. Such a good knowledge share. She really brought a a healthy perspective from both sides of the desk when it comes to performance improvement planning, the types of information that each side should be bringing in order to find alignment and to build a better and more positive work environment and work experience. I love everything that Dr. Wright had to share and definitely took a page full of notes. If you did the same and would like to learn more, or maybe discover ways in which Dr. Wright may be able to help you and your organization or just to help you individually in a coaching aspect as you maybe step into a new leadership role, please feel free to check out the show notes to connect with Sandra and to learn of other ways in which she may be able to assist you along your workplace journey as well. As you know, I like to end the show on a quote and this week's quote is of course brought to us by Dr. Wright and it goes like this. A performance improvement plan is setting goals and steering an employee toward the right direction so they can feel empowered to being a better employee. And I chose that snippet of our conversation because of the word empowered. I love that Sandra brought light to that because that truly, I think, is where a leader and their team member find true synergy. Um, And so that is this week's quote brought to us by Dr. Sandra Wright, who I want to thank again for finding time out of her incredibly busy schedule to have a seat with us and to shed a little light on performance improvement planning. All right, everybody. Well, as always, there will also be a link in the show notes to check out my website for more conversations. You will also find what I like to call mini casts or solo episodes from yours truly, where I pick a hot button topic that um, is a workplace topic and dive a little deep into it. And uh, with a little sassy thrown in, give my take on the current events that are happening around us in the workplace. So feel free to check out those shows as well. There's also a really cool link on my website that is titled register to be a guest so feel free to click that and come on the show and let's continue the conversation i would love to explore and hear about your own personal career journey and the lessons you've learned along the way as well all right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in once again. And listeners, thank you for your continued support. Uh, you continually amaze me week after week as the requests to join, have a seat come in through my LinkedIn page. And of course, all the new newsletter signups and subscriptions and follows. Thank you so much. Honestly, you make my week every time I see a new one come in. So keep them coming, folks. Sign up to be notified of new conversations as they become live by joining my email list. There's also a link to that in the sh- in the web. On the website as well so once again thank you for tuning in this week as always stay safe be well and remember keep having those conversations